Got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute, nonetheless. The melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Cause it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. <laughs> Welcome back to Tell You Later. I'm Katie Lee. This is my special guest, Kimmy Robertson. We're having such fascinating discussion. Tell You Later, also known as the Bermuda Triangle of Thought, and uh, where you learn so much about so little... And vice versa. Did you know that? That is I our do now. that's our motto. Thank you everybody for supporting us on Patreon and liking and sharing and subscribing on YouTube. Let's just talk about art. You said that art. Yes, you found joy and creativity uh-huh. in in acting. I did. In front of a camera, which to me maybe I, I kinda wanna try it now that I'm at a certain age, but before I think I was very self-conscious. How did you not be self-conscious? Well, I am a ham hawk. I was born a ham hawk. No, I became a ham hawk because I'm a younger sister. My older sister um, is a brainiac and a uh, very high IQ. You have two sisters? One sister. I'm the little sister. Oh, I thought you said because of my younger sister. No, because I'm the younger sister. Because you are Excuse the younger me for sister. Mumbling. Um, and so I was all I was like, what? There's <laughs> another one I don't know about. A new discovery. Um, so my sister, being a brainiac at the kitchen table, she would discuss things with my uh, father, who was a pharmacist, an engineer, and a aerobatic pilot. So he wasn't very accomplished at all. <laughs> That's amazing. The Did Robertsons. you own your own plane? Two planes, a Cessna and a Pitt Special. How many people could fit in that? And before that, he had a T6. Was he World in the, like the Air Force? He was in the Air Force. He. Um, we salute you. He. Um, he wanted to fly. That's all he wanted to do. In World War II, when you were done, when the World World War was done, they gave you aptitude tests, and then they set you, helped you, set you up in whatever it was, and he that you excelled in, and that was dentistry and pharmacy, and he didn't want to be looking in people's mouths all day long. He said so. He chose pharmacy, but he really loved um, aerobatic especially doing tricks in the air, aerobatic flying. and um, But back then, men would go to work, and work meaning work and not fun, and that's what they did. Drudgery. And the wives, the 
the moms would became aerobatic pilots. Would stay at home <laughs> and raise the kids. This was in the 50s. Did he That's have wing walkers? Then. No, he did not have wing walkers. Because <sighs> you but, would be a great wing walker, I, I think. I would have been, and I wasn't afraid. But when we were little, little, like um, four and six, my sister's two years older, he had a T-6, which is a World War II plane with, um, you know, the canopy that slides back, the glass canopy, huge engine in the front and wings. And we would sit in the front in the same seat, and he'd sit in the back and drive. And when it would start, when he would start that plane, it was a tail dragger. Wait, are you supposed to drive in the back seat, or he just did that so he could put you in the front? No, that's how you do it with most double, uh, most tail draggers. You sit in the back. And could your mom fit in there, too, or just the three of you? No, just the two of us in the front and him in the back. Did he like flying? adjust this. He no, he loved it. It was his absolute No, I mean did your passion. mom like flying? No. 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 Was she scared? Yeah. Yes. She didn't like flying, she didn't like driving, she didn't like roller coasters, she didn't like any of that stuff. But we did and he would start the plane and it would go boom just like that. <laughs> what what airfield? Um this was all around here, so Torrance mm. and which is um, now called Zamperini Field. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, it's named after God, Mr. Zamperini. The one from World War II that they wrote um, the movie about. Uh, Zamperini's Follies? Nope. Louis. No, Louis Zamperini. He was a runner, and he survived World War II. Like, he lived out on the ocean, like, I think, in a boat. I for, didn't like, know anything years. about this. Where have I been? I, I don't know. You keep talking, and while. I'll tell you who Louis Zamperini is. But he was from Torrance, and so they, they named the airport and the football stadium. So when my dad would take me up in a, to do aerobatic stuff. Did you really go like aerobatic with him? Yes. Like my, upside down? Yes. My favorite thing that he did was called a Lomshavak. And that is... Is that English? Lomshavak is Russian or Polish. You So the plane does this. Mm-hmm. So um, wing over wing. It does this. End over tail over end, end over end, and it does. Does it do like the corkscrew? This Whoa. wing tip over wing tip, all at the same time. So no way! Like, How do you do that? You do this with the stick, and with the rudder aileron and stuff, you go back and forth and back and forth did, with your feet. Did he teach you how to fly? Um, yeah, but not that. I mean, I know how to do it, but I never actually Did you ever want to get your pilot's license? Yes, however, I have a tendency. More of the show is coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. And now back to the show. To space out 
You mean get distracted? Get distracted. Do other things. Uh-huh. And that's not a good thing. If it's you're not flying. too late. It's, oh, you mean while you're flying. I thought you meant you were on your way to flying no, no, lessons no, 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 no. and you noticed a sail at Macy's. I know. I would think if <laughs> I knew that if I was flying and I went, oh, is there a sail at Macy's? <laughs> it could be dangerous. Was that the airport? Oh. So I will, here's Louis Zamperini. I don't know if any of you can see the picture, but. Just that so was, you know. How are they going to see it that I fast? I don't know. Can it be seen? I don't know. Bless you. Bless you. Okay. Louis Zamperini, and he just died recently. American World War II veteran and Olympic distance runner. Yep. And he took up running, and uh, there's a whole... Then the movie, let's see if it tells you, because you all should see this. It's a really good... Unbroken is the name of his movie, the oh, movie yes. about his life. I heard about the movie. Yeah. And uh, he also became an evangelist. So he was, yeah, he was in two different prisoner of war camps in Japan. Horrible. But he survived. So so we, the, the the airport is, that was Torrance Airport is now Sam, Sam Perini Field. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, so, so you go up and then did you have to wear goggles and scarves and leather helmets? No those scarves, planes? no. We would have, <laughs> yes, um, in his pit special, so the back has a cockpit that's covered. That's where the pilot sits. The front is an open cockpit, and it's a, a biplane, so it has a wing there and a wing there. And if you're sitting in the front as a passenger, you have to wear a microphone, and I would just wear my own sunglasses. Mine. When I you had, were four? No, this is more recently. Oh, okay. So this is. I'm specifically talking about prospective boyfriends. Mm. My dad liked to take them up, and I liked him to take them up in his biplane, a pit special, to see if they would to freak see what out kind of person they were. <laughs> Ooh. And back in those days, which would have been the 80s and 90s, we were allowed to say what kind of man he was. You're not allowed to say that anymore, so don't say it. Shh. Okay. So, you have a parachute that goes all around and ties up around and many straps and then the seat belt that comes up and over your head and has these big metal buckles. And oh, kind of like the roller coaster at California yes. Adventure. And another one that goes or across the your other. lap. Yeah. Wow, you but really are strapped in. But when you're up in the air upside down and there's no cockpit, you're going along and, and you're like the, the open air and you're upside down. Oh, my goodness. You, you look up to see the ground and you notice that you're hanging off of the chair. I don't know if it's called a chair. I guess it's seat, a seat. A seat. And, and you notice that your sunglasses kind of go like this. I bet you lost a and couple then they pair, go like right? This, and they <laughs> hang on the, you know, the holders that you have. Yeah. Wow. I didn't lose it because I used to always wear those things. Oh, like straps? Yeah. And so. Smart. Those, that was. That was up in a place called by Oxnard, and it's in Lanta Camarillo. Santa Paula, right by Camarillo. Camarillo. Okay, I saw Tony Randall, who is an actor, and he was on the TV show um, 
Odd Couple. Odd Couple for many years, and he was a regular guest on a nighttime talk show called Johnny Carson that was on for like 35 years. Right, do you know we have a Johnny Carson pen, <gasps> pencil? Yes, Will brought these because I said Johnny Carson always did, you know, yes. tapped his pencil. And when and I tried it with a regular pencil, it poked me. And Will said that's because Johnny Carson pencils have two have erasers. two erasers, so no matter how it bounces, you don't get, you know, lead poisoned. Stabbed. Stabbed. Right. Anyway. Cool. Interesting. Would yes. you like to have one as a souvenir? I'd love one. I'm going to give that to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. But you can't do your hair with it because it's all erasers. I mean, well, you, you can stick it in, but you can't. No, I won't. I'll just wear it. Okay, so your dad would take your future... Wait, oh, Tony, Tony Randall. Randall was a guest very often on Johnny Carson Show, and I always like to tune into that because he taught me stuff. Tony he Randall was smart. was smart. Yeah. And if he didn't know something, he'd research it. And he came on one evening and said Camarillo when he was talking about Did the city. Really? And Johnny Carson went, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. You just said Camarillo. And I'm going to adjust my, my Tony flower. Randall said it's actually Portuguese settlement or something. And the way you pronounce it is Camarillo, not Camarillo. That would no be Spanish. Spanish. So, so that's like a Portuguese way of saying that? I guess so. And here's the thing. I've told this to several people over the years, and I forget all the reasons why they tell me I'm wrong, but there's like a billion reasons Have why Have you told I'm any Portuguese-speaking people? No, I haven't really made it a big if thing If you speak Portuguese, put in the comments below how you would say Camarillo I or C-A-M-A-R-I-L-L-O in Portuguese. And also, if you want to find that that Johnny Carson, that would be really cool because I'd be interested to know if I remembered it correctly or inverted it. Oh, you know what? Because I can, I have been known to do that. And people do. Yeah. It's not just you. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Thank you. Yes, and if we find it, I'll put a link in the below. Below the, the thing we can't see right now, but you will see when this gets posted. So, uh, uh, you saw Tony Randall where? No, I, on the Johnny airport? Carson. On Johnny oh, Carson. this is about camera. Okay, so what about your boyfriends? So prospective boyfriends, my dad would take them up. They'd land. Um, he, my dad would get out of the plane, and the guy would still be in there. Like All I'd <laughs> see is this hunched-over human. And they finally, my dad would help them out, and that was always difficult. And then they'd just be standing there green and wobbly oh. and... Well, they didn't I, I know what to expect, did they? Not a did you give them a boyfriend. Did you let them know ahead of time what was happening? Or it, was it, just yeah. <laughs> it was a test? Yeah. Just a test? My dad never, wants to take you for a little cruise. It was never spoken about because it was kind of unconscious on both my dad and my part, I have to say. It was just like, a, here's another boyfriend, Dad. Let's go to the airport. <laughs> Did anybody survive? Yeah. Did anybody uh -huh. come out with flying colors, as they say? No one came out with flying colors, but one boyfriend, Jim, he did. He was a trooper. That's good. He was green, but acted like he was in the pink. That's My dad was kind of like that, too. And oddly enough, his name was Dick. 
Yes. Ah. Yeah, it was my, my dad. One time we went on vacation in high school. I had a boyfriend for a, quite a while, and he said, okay, well, while we're gone, I want you to take care of the lawn in the house. Watch over it for me. So we handed him a $20 bill, and then he ripped it in half or cut it in half. He said, here's half. I'll give you the other half when we get back. <laughs> yeah, that was Dick. <laughs> so cute. So yeah, he was he was pretty funny that way. One time he came in. This was I think I was already out of high school. It's hard to be a dad. I know, and he my dad was a dad of three daughters. Oh boy, that's and yours impossible. was a dad of two, two daughters. daughters. And he would be working around the house. I don't know if your dad had this problem. Maybe not. But he my dad tried had to, overalls. Oh, my dad would never go near overalls. Oh. He only got jeans, I think, in the 80s. Oh, boy. But but he was a lifeguard. My dad was a oh. lifeguard in La Jolla growing up. He grew up in Beverly Hills, um, the lowlands, mm -hmm. I think. And uh, went to Beverly Hills Elementary. I think it was elementary and junior high when he went. Um, but, yeah, so he was a, a lifeguard for a while. But my dad would be trying to fix stuff, and he'd say... Live in a house full of women. Nobody can do anything. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that because we we did it, and if my sister didn't, I did. Well, I mean, I helped I him helped. a lot. I had my own. But if box. I wanted to get out of it, no, I was I was a good helper. But if I go, uh, what do you? If any kind of hesitancy, go. Never mind. I'll do it myself, so I could get out of helping him. I, I never did. I always was. Um, a good daughter. Uh, not a bad daughter like you. I wasn't that bad. I well, just... You tried to get out of your chores. Well, it was hard to help him because he, so he my was very stressed had an IQ, kind of person. Or has an IQ of like 160. And when, because we're going back to the ham hock. Ham hock. So, and she was quiet. So being a sibling, I would do the opposite of her. She'd be hiding behind... A chair and I'd be tap dancing. It sounds like me and my I'm two years older than well, twenty two months between my sister and myself. That's what my mother would say. Not two years, twenty two months. Twenty two months. Yes. Twenty two months. Apart. When they do the month thing, how old is it? Oh, how old's your baby? A, a billion, a million months. <laughs> well, does that add up to what? Ten? <laughs> I know that's what. It's when you have a baby, you just count you, you the go months. crazy. Yeah, obviously. I used to, to wave people down. I used to placenta. wave people down who were passing my house in my first house. Could you just watch my kid for a minute so I can go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I was like best friends with the UPS guy who was the only one who came to visit. Now there's Amazon, but I would order stuff. And Hey, Steve, how's it going? I don't use Amazon. Anyway, so... My sister had this high IQ, and it came time for me I to do I bet you have a high IQ. IQ, too. Do you even know what yours is? Uh, let me tell you what I did. Okay. I did the test, and I finished it and went, this is really weird. It's so easy. It's just some sort of joke. I bet yours is higher than your sister's. I then went, I stood up. No offense, sis, because we think you're brilliant. <laughs> I stood up, and I heard the voice in my head say, change some answers and I stood there for a while and the teacher teacher who was sitting way over there was during recess she didn't look up or anything so she didn't see that I had stood up 
And I snuck back down into the chair and I erased some answers and on purpose wrote the wrong answers. Why? Because I didn't want to be pressured like my sister. I didn't want my mother introducing me as this is my kid with 172 IQ. I didn't want that. I wanted to be left alone. I wanted to sit and stare at the paint. I mean, already was, have you practiced your piano yet? Have you practiced this? Have you done that? Have you done your artwork? Have you done? And if I was playing, like, it's okay, you can go out and play for one hour. So I'd go out and I would um, get my bike out of the front front of the garage, bring it around, and it would go past the kitchen window. Kimmy, it's time to come in. Mom, I just came in. I know, but it's time to come in. You really need to come in now. So I wasn't allowed to play. Why, why do you think your mom was like that? She didn't want me to be a loser. She wanted me to be something. Did she think she was a loser? Oh, yeah. That's why moms do that kind of junk. Um. Well, that's too bad. My mother would holler so loud we could hear her two blocks over. There were four of us. She, we could, she had this incantation. Kath! I was called Kathy. I thought you were going to use it. No, I, I'm not going to do it as loud as my this mom did. Because we didn't even ear. have, like, I have a sensitive ear, but it's this one. It was from the speaker in gym class. It we was so loud. It, the other way around then. It um, damaged my ear, I'm sure of it, because it they never fixed the speaker in the locker room in middle school, and it would come on really, really loud, like crackling when they'd give announcements. Well, I'll have to flash your ear. I knew I I'd get hurt my something. ear. I was going to bring the flash. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so she would yell, Kathy, Vicky, Andy, Larry, and, and my friends, oh, your mom's calling you they could they could hear yeah wow serious loudness we weren't allowed to be two blocks away ever my sister was never allowed to play ever because she had to practice the piano but she was in the usc marching band but i know she didn't play the piano in the marching band she was a pipe organist and a choir director at 12 in the episcopal church that's some ser- Did your father want you to work that hard, too, or just your mom? I think my father was busy being a father and trying to find time to fly. But being a dad, I mean, a working man. Yeah. Wow. Because he, he, he wasn't there all day long when my mother was barking the orders out. And when he'd get home, she was all of a sudden, you know, this nice genteel person. Is and she? And I'd be like, what happened to that other lady? Was she um, from California? No, she was from... She grew up in the same town at the same time as... Um, Don't say Johnny Carson, because that will just blow my mind. No. <laughs> um, what's his name with the soup cans? Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. From McKee's Pennsylvania. Rocks. Oh. McKee's Rocks. You said that you got some sort of inspiration, creative acting or something inspiration from a poet or a quote you read? Well, okay, remember when I talked about the first year of, well, it was the first two years of my acting career that all happened just like by magic. Um, when we talked about how I was a ballet dancer, I didn't want to be an actor, and then I was an actor all of a sudden. Well, I did the movie, 
and then I did another movie. Did you ever do ballet in a movie? No. One thing that I realized yesterday, it, it's really odd because I'm almost 67, and still things pop up that are... Um, Weeds? You'd think you'd be wrapping, <laughs> wrapping things up. But new things come up all the time. That's the thing. That's what I was telling somebody. I'm, and that was it. I'm almost 63. Why couldn't I have done... Why couldn't... Um, other than David Lynch using most of my talents, one being dancing, nobody else ever did. That's why, so strange. But why? we think of these things, I think, I get more busy. Do you find there's more things you want to do as you get older than you did when you were younger? Or I've always had a million things that I wanted to do. I have an itch. But that one came to me yesterday. Why, why couldn't I ever have been, and why can't I be... Well, you could. Dancing. And they use ballet teachers. I mean, they use actors to play ballet teachers. They wouldn't have to use a double. They I could, could use you to be a real stuff. ballet yeah. teacher in a movie, right? Um, or even or TV when I was show. younger, I could have done it. They wouldn't have to use But you know what? Body. I bet it's going to happen, and you want to know why? Why? Because now you're like the right age to play that. A what people think mistress. of as ballet matrons, even... Like the uh, mean matron. The ma- I don't know that you could be. Could you be mean? Oh yes, you could. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call turned out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Is that an arm or a piece of salmon? More of the show is coming up in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now back to the show. Ooh. That's that very inspirational. <laughs> I'm just curious. But you know what? You hair could, you or a nest. Okay, we're putting it out there because for a while we tried to we tried to concentrate on you being on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, right. We bailed on that. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Now let's, env- okay, everybody out there, I want you to envision. Help us out. Help us get Kimmy in a movie or a show where oh, she gets to simple. dance or play a dancer. We all just say thank you for the perfect movie where I get to use my millions of years of training as a dancer. Thank you for the perfect movie. It's out there. Thank you. And so, what else were you tell? You were telling me one other, some other. Uh, you read something inspired that. So I did those three movies, and then I my career lagged, and I figured oh. That's over. Which most careers do. Right. But I didn't really know that at the time. I was learning that. I was in the middle of learning that. And I had three jobs. I had worked um, as a kid in my dad's pharmacy. And um, I had never had a normal job other than that. So I I was always, like, at 15, I was paid as a dancer. So I always did those kinds of jobs. Well, I got a job at Capizio. That makes dance shoes and leotards. Then a job at a limousine company. It was called Top Hat Limousine. And then a job at Dick Clark Productions. That's Hank Ryan worked at Dick Clark. Did you know him when you were there? Yes. 
Oh my goodness. Wow. So all three of these. Shout out to Hank Saroyan. My first, well, Muppet Babies director, Dungeons and Dragons director. Nice guy. Dick Clark Productions guy, Raccoon Whisperer. Very nice man. Everyone that worked there was nice. But each one of those jobs was a year long. So getting to the point, Goethe is a poet, was a poet. Wait a minute. Who? Goethe. You mean this? Goethe? (laughs) I happen to own a Goethe hand puppet. And I don't know how many people out there do. Look at his cute little jacket. Yes, he looks like a, a composer, but he's he actually buttons Goethe. And a team jacket. Zipoet. He probably has a German accent. What did he say? I'll I'll pretend like. What well, did you read? It's kind of longer than that. Oh. Your arm will go to sleep. I was telling my friend Victoria that I'm tired of doing nothing, and she <laughs> said. What is it you want to do? I said, I want to act again. And um, I really want to do that for a living, Victoria. And she said, hang on one second. And she went and she came back with a piece of paper. And it was the Goethe quote, until one is committed. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness. Blah, 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 blah. But the moment one truly commits oneself, all manner of things move in one's favor. Providence moves, too. Um, wow, that's a long quote. Yeah, it's, and I don't remember it all. But what it, the gist whatever was, you can, can do or dream you can do, begin it. Begin it now. Something, something has magic in it. Like, what? action has magic in it. And at that moment, I felt every cell in my body Let change. Let me take a bow. Thank you, Mr. Goethe. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my words and making them happen. Proving my point. Yeah. All right. So I sat there uh, in a kind of a state of shock. And then someone went. I turned around and they said, Excuse me, I was told downstairs that you're an actor. And we're holding auditions. Uh, down there, I wondered Wait, where if you could were come you? at Dick Clark Productions. Oh, okay. I was working in the counting department. Would you come down and audition? So I did. I got the part, and then I said, you know, this really, w- I have a friend who would be much better at this part. She was like a Marilyn Monroe-ish What was the character. part? To enjoy the full episode, please support us at patreon.com slash later. Thanks a lot. I bet you have many more stories, yeah, and we'll have I to have you back. Tell you later. Okay. Tell you later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later.
If so, let's watch this episode again. Arr.